Hey, hey, Smallvillians, and welcome back to Somebody Save Us. It is a Smallville retrospective podcast where every week we talk about Smallville and we watch Smallville and we talk about Smallville. And I'm your host, Paul, and with me is your co-host. It's me, Ashley. How's it going, Ash? Oh, you know, it's going. It's just another day. I took a few days off, so I have like a nice extra super long weekend, which is Mm -hmm. awesome. And it's Thanksgiving on Monday. That's right. That's right. So for not for Americans, but you know, this is Canadian Thanksgiving is is this coming Monday. Uh, We're actually uh, a little peek behind the curtain, under the kimono uh, uh, is uh, we are recording on the Friday. Yes. A rare Friday record. And I'm already starving myself for turkey. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I'm gonna eat so much turkey. Yeah. It's embarrassing. Oh boy, it's embarrassing. Yes. <laughs> Are you okay? Do you like turkey or do you like ham for Thanksgiving? Oh, turkey. I, I okay. honestly, I, I like ham fine, but ham is not something I even have probably more than th- three or four times a year. Yeah, unless it's sandwich meat. Yeah, exactly. Right, and a ham is like there's no extra pizzazz put into a ham mostly like you can get make a glaze you can smoke yeah. it but like a turkey come on man you could do so many things with a turkey you can put a duck inside yeah. of it and a chicken <laughs> a turducken a turducken there's so many it's things the man bear pig it's the man bear pig of celebratory meals <laughs> oh god anyways yes turkey for sure and then gravy or cranberry sauce uh both okay i'm right. picking i'm not picking okay. one or the other all right Ash. Ex- it's acceptable both. acceptable that is an acceptable <laughs> answer okay why not both exactly he, that's how yeah. we heal the world why not both exactly have your cake and eat it too and don't be an asshole well <laughs> i think that might be a little much for some people yeah, that's true that's true being an asshole is their entire personality <laughs> that's true speaking of assholes <laughs> Yeah, we got we we've, we've got the return them. of an asshole on we this uh, this episode of the show. Um, I was just going to say a little bit of like just pre-show stuff, like <laughs> before we get actually into the episode itself. Oh, okay. so Skinwalkers uh, was the mid-season finale, so it would have been the episode that aired before the Thanksgiving, the American Thanksgiving break. Oh. Uh, in 2002 and then this episode was the first one to air in 2003 on january oh, 14th okay oh that's so this is like this is like a mid-season premiere hmm. for the show coming back after being off for a couple of months and of course with all tv they they just do this it's just part of the cadence right do they um especially in those in those days like they would never have sh- episodes airing during the holidays they would take a break and it was always that week of thanksgiving that was the mid-season finale oh i totally don't even remember that but it's been it's been so long since i haven't just binged a show yeah and that's the thing is with like stuff that's on tv like amc's walking dead was a good example of this it'd be like the season premiere would have stuff in it and the one Mm -hmm. after that would have stuff in it and then there would be like three episodes of like just random cruft that don't matter. Uh, and then they would do the mid-season finale, which is always like a cliffhanger. And 
that cadence. And that's why Skinwalkers was kind of, I think, an eventful episode because they saved one that they knew was going to keep people hooked. Like people are going to want to know what happened, like what's going to happen with these caves. And we don't really get much of that. No. We get a little bit at the very end, the very last scene instead of being in the loft, but. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so I never really looked at it from that angle. I didn't think that there was like a mid-season break. I I, I totally don't remember them. Um, So I I didn't really make that connection. But now that you say that, I'm like, hey, then why weren't the caves like in the episode more? That doesn't make sense. Like, why wouldn't there be mention? Yeah. Instead, they did the other thing where, I mean, where we really left off was uh, Lana crying in Clark's arms about Whitney being missing. Yeah. Um, but we open on this episode with Clark helping Lana with a leaky pipe at the Talon. There's a lot of moisture in this There's a lot scene. Of moisture. Yeah, they, uh, so he's he, he turns the pipe the wrong way and they both get sprayed with some water and they're both soaking wet and, and she runs so to grab funny. a wrench. I just like it's very cliche. It's just it's very cute. It's adorable. <laughs> yeah, and then as soon as she's out of like out of eye shot, she he uses his heat vision to fix the pipe, uh, and then he gets up and like she's just like she's taking it all in, taking it all in. Oh, like yeah. uh, she notices shirt is wet, but uh, it's not the only thing that is uh, wet. <laughs> wet. <laughs> oh god you can practically hear the sploosh yeah and like the small the small talk of the scene is like sort of like clark being like oh the people who bought your house uh, have a cat he comes by the loft but he's not much of a conversationalist it's so cute because there's still it's still so awkward but it it's mm-hmm. like tender awkward like progressive yeah. awkward it seems so it was yeah it was very cute yeah, because she's like, oh, I really miss those sunsets. And Clark's like, yeah, not really the same when you're seeing them alone. And then they're like batting their eyes at each other. Oh, you betcha. Oh, they were going to bat some other stuff later, but, you know. Uh-huh. But then as they they go into the other room and Clark catches the, the picture of Whitney sitting in that drawer. And he asks like- uh, if there's been any news. Uh, and so we've gotten a little bit of a time jump because... Now he's been missing for like a month, um, where last time we saw them, uh, it had only been, I think it had been recently learned, right? I think it was just like the end of the episode, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, we were a month later. And like, yeah, it was like a a drawer, but I thought the whole drawer was just like all pictures of Whitney. I was like, damn, Lana, like obsessive much? Holy smokes. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyways. Her shrine, her drawer, her drawer shrine. Yeah, it's lit candles inside, incense mm. burning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can never close that drawer. You could just never close it. Nope. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then we cut after that, and then Whitney is in like I don't know. I'm I'm assuming whatever country the America wanted to steal oil from. Well, that year. so like so um. But before that, we also find out that they sent back his personal effects, including the dreaded necklace. Oh, yeah. Oh, that And Clark is just like, oh, you're going to start wearing that fucking thing again? Luckily, she's not. She puts it in that lead box. Yeah, that lead-lined that lead box. That's right. So convenient. Um, so 
cut to Indonesia, which was one of the random places that was part of the war on terror. And I'm using scare quotes because that was never a thing. Okay, I was like, was that a thing? And I just missed an entire piece of our history? Yeah, no, it was it was a thing that, uh, you know, that thing that America does where they just go and just to other countries and say, they hey, guess want. what? They, they team America, reason. that shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like it's how they one do. of those. It's just it's another Tuesday for America. Indonesia looks a lot like Lower Mainland BC. Oh yeah. <laughs> After a really rainy weekend, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Oh god. And then poor Whitney. So yeah, this must be like now flashing. Is it flashing back? It must be because he was missing in action, or was were they trying to be found at this point? I think. I think. The idea here is that we're supposed to be seeing something that it's not clear, really. But I, my, my sense of it was like, meanwhile, this is happening to Whitney. Okay. And so this moment here, where like he saves his buddy, and they're like trying to get out of the water, and like then they're like surrounded in the explosion. That's literally where Whitney dies. Okay. Okay. Like the, we we see him die on screen, kind of. Right. Well, because like a bomb essentially just like drops on them. <laughs> yeah, well, they're getting, yeah, they're getting mortared like crazy. And like his yeah. one buddy is like bleeding out of his mouth. Yeah, and, <laughs> it was yeah. A, it was very saving Private Ryan for the first little bit. A little less gory, but I mean, still. Yeah, it was quite chaotic. They, they spent a little bit on the budget. A little bit. Yes. Well, they saved yeah. money because they filmed in Vancouver. So or in BC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not actually. They didn't actually go to Indonesia. No, no, not at all. <laughs> and they paid those Canadian prices. So exactly yeah, yeah so then yeah so unfortunately we see whitney just explode on the screen and uh you know somebody yeah. say <laughs> then we go to the credits <laughs> the credits <laughs> credits really come in there uh it was a good uh you know it was a good transition <laughs> yeah so and then after the credit like it gets to those high stakes we get the theme song and then when we come back from credits it's like Chloe and Pete and Clark walking down the stairs and Chloe being like thunderstruck that like Alexander Graham Bell is also a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> oh um, my god. Because her hero is Betsy Ross. Oh yes, who didn't actually design the American flag. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, it's it's awful when you are like when you believe one thing just to have your world rocked by another. Like, how could you ever trust again? These people that <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> oh, Chloe. Yeah. Way to overreact. Classic. Yeah. Classic <laughs> Chloe overreacting. And then Clark, because uh, now Lana joins them at the yeah. lockers, right? And then they're mm-hmm. they're going to ask each other on a date. Well, sort of, kind of. Like a date. Clark date. is pussyfooting around here. He's like, well, hey, I'm going to this thing. Hey, I wonder if you want to come with me. Yeah. Like, he, it's His mom is going to have a, like a, uh, pie like a produce, a pie stand. <laughs> um, and, and he's like, hey, maybe you want to come along. It's a winter festival. So we're getting the sense that it's actually winter too. Like they're trying to, as the show goes on, it's the season of whatever it is in real life. Okay. Like, okay. Because it's January that the show aired, and so it's January in in the show, predictably, I guess. that's At least in my head, that's how it always has been. It just um, always seems like it's summer. 
yeah. in Smallville. It's always summer there. It's beautiful yeah. weather, yeah. unless there's tornadoes. Yeah. But at first, Colby, or before, at first, Lana's sort of just like, oh, I can't. I got to pick up some extra shifts at the Talon and all that stuff. But he's just like, you can't work yourself to death. It's okay to have some fun. You don't need to be feel so guilty about Whitney. Blah, and then. And then she was about to. She was like, you know, yeah, let's let's do it. It sounds great. I could I could use the the break, but then we yeah. cut to the classic, the classic yeah. high school military man returning to high school trope. Like it's so classic, slow mo. Yeah, yeah. As you see the the shiny shoes walking in and then it's cuts to Lana who slowly turns and then the camera pans back to some legs and then it pans uh-huh. back to Lana and then eventually you see Whitney walking down in yeah. his military garb. Yeah, and her books hit the floor and books Clark's hit- dick hits the floor. <laughs> this is Clark's in this moment, you can actually if you pause it at the right moment, you can pinpoint the moment his dick fell off. <laughs> Oh God! Or deflated, you know, which one or the other? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it fell right off though, like it and, broke. And Lana's just like Clark, who? And she runs uh-huh. down that hallway right into his arms. Yeah, and I, I like I like how like the people in the car, in the in the hallway like stop for a second, and then they're like, eh. <laughs> yeah, whatever, it's fine, no right. deal. Yeah, yeah. Nobody congratulates him because, like, isn't that that's always the most common thing, right? When you when you serve in the military, everyone always thanks you for serving the country. For your service. Yeah, for your service. Yeah. Although they are just a bunch Not, of like teenagers, so you know. They'll do that later at the party. That's but, yeah, true. Yeah, they're yeah. True. Yeah, Clark miserable. Yep, just looking like his whole world done gone shook. Yeah, and then like uh, at the at the farm. Uh, we, we, we get, I mean, uh, I'm starting to wonder, like, if if the Kents were voting mm-hmm. in America, oh, no. do you think they're Republicans? Oh. In I this era. Like, uh, do you think, do you think Daddy Kent is a, is a, is a Bush, is a Bush man? Yes. Yes. Yeah. But I think Martha's yeah. a secret Democrat. Yeah. And they just don't yeah. talk politics at yeah, the dinner don't. table. It's not at the dinner table. <laughs> no. They talk politics in the bedroom. Or they can get a little handsy. <laughs> <laughs> Fill a bus to this. <laughs> Nut. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, stupid. Oh, God. Anyways. But- so yeah, that's Clark's, that's what I think. Clark's sulking. Clark's sulking about how, um, uh, you know how he doesn't know how he quite feels about oh. Whitney being back because of how good <laughs> things were getting with him and Lana and Whitney. Uh, Whitney you know, essentially like all did the ultimate cock block. There is no, there is nothing that Clark could have done in any way, no. shape, or form to be like Lana. Look at me. At that point, yeah, anyways, yes. Yeah. So Clark is and moping. He's moping and like, you know, uh, uh, DK is like, hey, so you're going to you're going to go to the party. And and Clark says something of like, I don't think I can stomach seeing them together. And DK is like, that man fought for our country. <laughs> you're going, boy. <laughs> he's going to get a shotgun. Clark says yeah. no. Um, OK, but so I understand then 
like when he says that, why you'd instantly be like Republican. But I mean, I think even though I am against it, like I'm against war, especially like stupid war and all war is stupid because it's all about just Mm -hmm. like big boys that are power hungry and want more toys. Like that's pretty much the gist of it. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think if I still ran into somebody in the military service and I, and for whatever reason I engaged in conversation, I think I would still thank them because like, they're still sacrificing, like they're sacrificing for like what I think is a cause, but they're doing it. Because you got to remember that like, as much as all we see of the military, especially in the, in the U S you see them, you know, overseas, Mm -hmm. uh doing stuff the kind of stuff they do at home well it's a little bit different in in canada than there but like their national guard helps with hurricane relief and all this other stuff Mm -hmm. and our forces for example were like called into service during the covid uh pandemic especially in quebec yeah uh when like the health system started to collapse there like you had uh military medics yeah. on staff filling the gaps and like you've got the military on Prince Edward Island right now helping with hurricane relief and it's those are the kinds of things that you think of when you think of a military because the military is protecting home and abroad yeah exactly so yeah I would say the same thing like you encounter somebody uh especially in uniform because a lot of times you you, you see somebody in military in the military and they're in plain clothes and so you would never know but, exactly yeah that's um, right yeah no, no I, I agree with that. And it is the same in the States as well. Like I remember when I was in, um, I went to Disney World like years and years and years ago. And mm-hmm. uh, there was this young couple that was on the bus. They had just gotten married. They were on their honeymoon and they were both in the military and they were like, yeah, it's kind of boring right now. It was back in 2009. So okay. I, I don't think much was happening. I think the U.S. was actually, pull- was the U.S. pulling out of Iraq by then? I forget. Uh, they still had, there was still stuff going on there. I don't know if they were all the way out because they were still like helping prop up the, um, the government like, there, right? The, the government and the military yeah. there, like helping train, like the Marines were there. Right. But it was um, no, it was, it stuff. was no longer like about like the terrorism no. and, and oil at no. that point. Right. Like it was, it was no. basically the, the follow up. So anyways, yeah, this couple was like, yeah, so mostly what we do is they went down for hurricanes and yeah they just like helped with hurricane relief that was what they did so yeah they probably oh. helped with katrina right probably yeah yeah so that might have been prior to katrina yes yeah so anyways mm-hmm. yeah i saw it 100 it doesn't matter what political belief is and it doesn't even really matter if you like are for or against war if you whatever you should always thank your military personnel if you see them you should thank them yeah they sacrifice a lot so anyways, sorry, rant mm. over. Let's keep yes. going. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, where are we? Oh, so Whitney's house, uh, we see an exterior shot and then we're inside and uh, it's like Lana and he are catching up, but uh, she brings up the video because he's talking like, you know, everything is just going to pick up where we left off. And she's like, uh, what about this video, the video letter I sent? And he, we learned that he's got some amnesia. Oh, yes. Just conveniently, he doesn't remember the breakup video. Yeah, doesn't remember that. And he's got some memory loss. And she doesn't have the heart to tell him in this moment because she's just she's happy to see him. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, her feelings are what her feelings are. Right. And but so she's she's just pushing this problem down the road for now. Uh, yes. Very Lana-esque. Right. She'll just kind of wait for a, 
a better opportunity. Yeah. And plus his mom was there. Mom was making cookies. Yes. Don't, don't break up uh, with somebody when their mom is making cookies. Yeah. And then over in the B story, we go to the Luther mansion where Lex is being a total bitch. <laughs> Uh, yes, he is. He is being like a sneaky little freaking spy at this point. Jealous. He's being a jealous dink is what he's being. Well, he's super paranoid. Like, holy yeah. crap. Like, she can't have a life, like, outside of. So silly. What? And how? So, he doesn't. So, how, at what at what kind of background check is he having performed that he has access to her bank account? Oh, that's not surprising. Did she give, did she give, did she give him her, 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 her login? Like, <laughs> oh, I'm sure he has like hacker friends. Come on. He's had friends with high school students. They know how to do that stuff nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. The thing that I hate the most about it, like I'm like, okay, Lex, be paranoid, do stupid stuff, but he doesn't mm-hmm. even give her a chance to explain. I'm just like, oh, so annoying. But at the same time, she kind of gaslights him too, a little bit smidgy. Because yeah. it is suspicious. It is suspicious the way that this scene unfolds and like and the picture, the picture, it is suspicious. Just saying. Just saying. Like, so for example, if he didn't bring up the money, she was not going to bring up the money. Right. right. Like exactly. if this had gone totally differently, she would have just not said a word about the money because she thinks that, you know, it probably just would have led to more suspicion anyway. But yeah. because he brought it up, she was just like, oh, I could see I'm, I'm going to be up on a cross here yeah yeah but still but, but still wrong. yeah there were wrongs on both sides okay they're both very hot-headed and stubborn mm-hmm. and, uh, and they're gonna they're gonna have to kiss and make up a lot a lot a lot many of times <laughs> okay but anyway so the actual scene is like sitting there you're right like a bitch mm-hmm. <laughs> And <laughs> does he look like a bitch? <laughs> he looks like a bitch. Okay. And Dr. Bryce comes in. She's like, oh, sorry. Like I'm late for lunch. I had to save somebody. And like, I'm here. And he's still just sitting there. Like, I wish he had like a Persian cat. And he, he could have just like, <laughs> stroked Where's the turtleneck from last week? <laughs> honestly, honestly. Yeah. And then he's like, throws this photo down. I thought you said you'd never met my father. And there's Dr. Bryce and Lionel mm-hmm. engaged in conversation. Yes. Or so we think. Now, at least it's not engaged in coitus. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah, it could have been a lot worse. Because in season one, there was literally that. Yeah. <laughs> there was a photo where a person who Lex was with, uh, he, Lex got a picture of his dad oh, banging this. No. Victoria Hardwick. Well, with a name like anyway. Victoria Hardwick. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, yeah, so my my note for it was, like, Lex shouldn't have, like, jumped to accusations. Like, because he, imme- he immediately was like, you know, you've obviously been hired by my father to spy on me or whatever. He, like, assumes. But then at the same time, Dr. Bryce is like, you're just crazy and delusional. So she didn't even try to explain. So I'm like, okay, we'll just, you know, don't solve the problem then. Just make each other more mad. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but she she basically makes it clear that under no circumstances she's going to take this bullshit. That's she true. leaves. Yes, you are correct. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So you know, how intense do you think those um, 
exercise sessions are going to be at the end of this uh, episode. Hmm. Yeah, I think I don't think they're stopping at holding hands. <laughs> it's going to be some heads banging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh god! Uh, uh, so cut. Cut, cut to cut to Lana and uh, Lana looking at uh, uh, Whitney's jacket that he gave her, and like Chloe and them talking about all the stuff that's going on. Yeah, how like Whitney doesn't remember the breakup, and Lana's just being so chivalrous and kind and she says to chloe there's just i can't turn my back on him now yeah and she's like she says uh as she goes back over there to the closet she's like there's with whitney there's no mystery you what you see is what you get um and then chloe's like unlike somebody we both know right uh wink wink (laughs) and I, i think my note for this is like was just like literally just Lana and Chloe talking about blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, oh, good thing that scene passed the Bechdel test. <laughs> oh, wait. No, it did the literal exact opposite of that. <laughs> there was no, no uh, character development for either of the female characters in the scene. And the only thing they talked about was the dudes. Yep. 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 <laughs> they had to fill like two minutes and 35 seconds. Okay. They had to, Paul. <laughs> every time there's one of these it should just be a picture of a cornfield just blowing in the wind just just the sun's setting over the cornfield just give us a passage of time scene instead because you know it's corn it's got the juice who wouldn't be interested it's got the juice (laughs) uh okay well we pass that corn uh and then we go Mm -hmm. to the talon welcome home party yeah. And Clark's made uh, it. He's, Clark's a stand-up guy. He went. He went. Yeah, he showed up. <laughs> Wasn't happy about it, but he did it. No, and other people are not happy about it, too, namely Whitney. But first, so Pete's trying to talk to Whitney about football, which he uncharacteristically does not have much to say about. Hmm. Since it was his entire life before he left. Odd. It's interesting. Hmm. Hmm. And yeah. weird. Yeah. And, uh... He turns also turns down Chloe's offer for an interview because who wants to talk about their war experience? Like he's probably got some PTSD, hmm. right? Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably, probably that's what's wrong. I mean, that maybe I don't know. Anyways, Clark walks in. <laughs> so at this part of the episode, I'm just going to ask you this: At this point in the episode, were you at all suspicious that Whitney was not Whitney? Oh, a hundred percent. Like you can tell because it when. Uh, Chloe and Pete ask Whitney those questions. You can tell yeah. by their reaction. And I remember a little bit from season one, Whitney, and he was like pretty like self-absorbed, like to a certain extent, like he was somewhat your typical jock, not like super stereotypical, but I mean, like he was yeah. definitely very much about himself. So the whole PTSD thing, I'm like, yeah, you thing. Could... what's that? Yeah. The whole amnesia thing seemed a little odd. Well, amnesia was like, okay, well, a bomb fell on him. So I guess who wouldn't have amnesia if they weren't dead? I don't know. Like, <laughs> but uh, yeah, once I saw their reactions, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, it's definitely not going to be Whitney. I either thought it would be Whitney, but transformed into something awful because it was like a kryptonite bomb that fell on him okay, right. or, or it was going to be not him at all, but the whole yeah. thing, I was like, oh, what the hell? Like, oh, that's crazy. Anyways, let's not get into that yet. That's spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. The, the reveal hasn't happened yet. But like, also, when we get to that reveal, I'm going to explain like where the episode just completely goes 
I mean, it, it could have ended right there when Clark sees the skeleton. Uh, yeah. Like he could have yeah. just ran in the house and stopped her right there and yep. stopped everything else that happens after that point. <laughs> yep. He wasn't suspicious but, enough. Uh, like who, who else? Any, any, anyways, but back to the scene. So, uh, like Clark, uh, uh, walks in and Whitney and him shake hands just before, just before, uh, Whitney's dragged off by some of his bros. And then Lana, uh, tells Clark he's like she's like hey sorry I'm not gonna be able to make it Saturday blah 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 and Whitney of course wasn't dragged that far away and comes back he's like what's going on Saturday yeah and, what he has uh, this he does get characteristically jealous the way Whitney did mm-hmm. but he goes a little a little further because there's a point where he's like looking at Clark he's like I'm gonna go get some punch <laughs> no I, I put he eye punches punch. Clark and leaves yeah <laughs> punches clark with his gaze yeah <laughs> uh yeah and he leaves and then we cut and he's like basically freaking out in the bathroom he's trying to water himself down and with this yeah. with the sink but then he freaking takes it all out on that poor bathroom door yeah rips the door right off its hinges and throws it across the room just as clark is coming in of course and then whitney's all yeah. like tell me tell me what happened with you and lana you stole her from me didn't you no, and then he just explains everything like he, you know, he he did what Whitney asked him, just watched out for her, we're just yeah. friends, blah blah blah. He does not believe him, uh, and Clark is like, "Hey, uh, how'd you do that to the door?" And he's like, "I'm a trained marine. There's a lot of things I can do." <laughs> Stay away uh, from Milana. Funny, uh, yeah. yeah. And then okay, so then here is where. Mm. Again, I try to just justify it with Lana trying to be sympathetic towards Whitney and the guilt and all this kind of stuff kind of playing a factor. But at this yeah. point, I'm really pissed off. We, we we just came off two episodes ago from Lana and Chloe ac- accusing Clark of being jealous yeah. of, the, of another guy. And now yeah. we're like back at it. And I was like, Ah, again with this. Yeah, again yeah. With Clark this. walks up to just say hey to Lana, and she's like, "You piece of shit." <laughs> and he's like, "Whoa, Lana, there are children around." Cause it's a family saying, show. Basically, basically, uh, Whitney went out into the in back into the party and just told uh, Lana that he did everything, and it was the other way around. And Clark yeah. literally, you you know, she's not going to believe him. Just, yeah. just from how the scene goes, but yeah. oh yeah, she's like livid about it. But and then she, you know, yeah, she's like slams, slams her locker, walks away, whatever. But I, like honestly, like I freaking had to make a note. I was like legit two episodes ago. Oh, you guys shouldn't treat me like the jealous boyfriend, and you guys were being you know mean and jerks and hurt my Superman feelings. And now again, it's like oh, I don't, I don't trust you. I don't believe you. <sighs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah, at the oh, man, and like, it's like the the whole thing of like the implication too is that not just not just that she doesn't believe him is that there's no way she would believe Clark over a hero, yeah. over an American hero, right? And Whitney, yeah, <laughs> Whitney. Um, speak. So we also get another one of those uh, those kind of cliche scenes from like a like a war movie where. The, oh, yeah. the the military man shows up at the residence of the parents, um, but it goes a little different because uh, anyone who's ever seen one of these scenes knows where this is going to go. 
uh, right up until Whitney goes freaking Negan on this dude's head. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, geez. Oh, very much Negan. Oh, Lord. Yeah. He's and like, what's mom- up, Lieutenant? <laughs> Bam! Bam! And just, yeah, right in front of his mom. My mom is like screaming, freaking bloody murder. I was so scared yeah. for the mom for a minute because I was like, oh my god, he's gonna, he's gonna kill the mom. Gonna what the hell? Too. Yeah. <sighs> Can't kill her yet. Well, no, he needs information. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, thank God. Uh, but then we cut. Then then all of a sudden he just shows up when Lana's feeding At a the horse. Stable. Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah. Up, Lana. So the, I think this horse is the horse because uh, it's not her horse. It's this, like his horse. Oh, I thought it was his Steve parents' Biscuit. horse or something. The horse from that yeah. movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Bojack. <laughs> pre pre drinking. Pre-drinking problem? Yeah, pre-drinking Bojack, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, he just shows, oh, I didn't know that Whitney had a horse. I forgot about that. Yeah, I think because she, she says something about having not seen this horse in a while, right? Yeah. Like something yeah. like that. Um, and, here, and, and here's uh, where, here this is where we start to see, like, even Lana's getting a little suspicious, like, very slightly. At least she's unnerved by everything or unnerved by everything. Yeah, yeah, uh, she's, yeah she's unnerved but just because, like. He's going he, a little manic at this point. He is, and like he, like uh, he's frustrated with the memory loss stuff. But then he drops the bomb on her that he thinks they should move in together. And she's like, "Whoa, whoa, hang on, whoa, whoa!" Like, <laughs> before she can even like start saying stuff about like, "Hey, remember, I'm uh, I'm 15 years old, right?" Like, yeah. <laughs> so my parents got married at 15 and a half, Lana. It's totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's not even it's not even the it hasn't even gotten to the proposal yet, but it's like the moving in thing she is still rocks her a bit. Uh, she's she's like we can't do that, and then he immediately jumps to the this is about Clark, isn't it? Of course, always about Clark, and he's like, don't trust him. He's got secrets, and Lana's like, yeah, I know. Like God, I know he's got she's, secrets. But she asks like, what kind of secrets? And then she's like, and then he's like, can we just stop talking about Clark? Like, Motherfucker, you're the one who brought him up. <laughs> uh, yeah, I put that note too. I was like, "What the f, Whitney Clark?" But no, the the uh, he his hinges are getting a little squeaky. Let's just say. Yeah, and at this point, it's like you know, I think even Lana's starting to feel it, but she's probably still chalking it up to the whole like PTSD memory loss. And Whitney, when he apologizes, that's pretty much what he chalks it up to. Um, yeah. And then he says what every, this is my note, Whitney apologizes. And he says what every gaslighting, jealous, narcissistic fucker says. I just want to mm. be with you all the time. Ugh. I just care about you so much that I'll punch you in the face if you ever try to leave me. It's like, it's like I want to be with you all of the time. And that means you, never letting you see or be around anyone else ever. Exactly. I'll lock you in my basement. <laughs> it puts the lotion in the bathroom. Oh no, 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 no. Uh, uh. Okay, let's let's leave that now. It's getting too creepy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> let's go over to uh so Clark and Lex talking uh around the pool table. Oh yeah, at the Luther mansion. And Lex yeah. is still bitching about Dr. Bryce. Mm-hmm. And then Clark, yeah. of course, becoming the voice of reason. Well, you know, I'd be ticked too if someone just investigated me, like you know, yeah, and then there's like a beat where like Lex is like, does he know I'm investigating him? <laughs> <laughs> I totally got that too. 
<laughs> like, oh, awkward. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and then he says but the Lex- obvious. He's like, well, what's, what about her side of the story? Yeah, and Lex mentions that this is the first time he's been able to picture a future with a woman beyond the first two months. This coming from the man who literally got married this season. Well, but I mean, that marriage lasted like they were together for what three weeks? A couple days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't long. Yeah. 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 Uh, but then, yeah, and then he mentions um, Clark mentions um, that Whitney like acting weird because Lex a- asks him about it, right? Doesn't? Yeah. Lex, yeah, and he's like, yeah, he's acting weird, and Lex is chalking it up to PTSD, and of course, yeah. Lex knows a guy. Lex always knows a guy. Yeah. Lex also has a line here where bringing up the quarterback, he's just like, be patient. Most quarterbacks careers don't last that long. Oh, yeah. Cause they go off to war. Oh yeah. Like Lex puts him onto this doctor that helped his, uh, his employees after the, um, the tornado incident. He's got oh, a good yeah. EAP. He's right. got a good EAP. Right. Um, um so- and he's with me up. And Clark's going to be, oh, yeah, totally going to do that. That sounds great. I'm sure I can definitely approach Whitney with that idea, and he will take it swimmingly. (laughs) Swimmingly. (laughs) Meanwhile, at the Fordman residence. God. Um, With poor Mama, at least we know she's alive. Um, And at this point, I'm referring to Whitney as Bizarro Whitney, because I was like, well, what else am I going to call him? Uh, And Uh, he's like, oh. What'd you call once, him? once it's revealed that it's, I start calling him <laughs> Hey, that hasn't been revealed yet. Sh- spoilers. Okay. All right. Shh. Okay. Oh my Shh. goodness. Shh. Oh, All right. Yes, but he's so fixated on like the radio being correct. Like, what's my favorite radio station? She's like, it's one hundred point three. The bear. <laughs> it's Sonic one hundred two nine. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, he's he's freaking out about like, oh my god! If I pick up Lana and I don't have the right radio station on, oh yeah. my goodness sakes! Uh, and then we get. <laughs> I wanted a scene where <laughs> where Chloe or or Lana gets into the truck and he's listening to like easy listening, like <laughs> Michael Bublé is on. Yeah, <laughs> little Kenny oh. G. Oh yeah. Oh god. <laughs> But then, luckily, there's a knock on the door. Oh, friggin' Mama, Mama F. Yep. She gets some reprieve here, and Clark, yep, yep. Clark, who doesn't decide to like try to superhero any of this encounter at all with super hearing or nope, X-ray nothing. vision, he just shows up <laughs> au naturel. <laughs> uh, and he does mention that Whitney's been. Uh, oh no, he no wait. Oh, I'm back in my notes. Oh no, he's trying to smooth things over. He's like, oh, you know, I just want you to be okay. And here's this yeah. PTSD doctor that could help you. And again, like Whitney's like, oh, so you're trying to break up me and Lana? Is that it? Yeah, yeah. And he just <laughs> uh, he the the little shove that he gives Clark is the kind that would maybe make somebody stumble like a few inches, but yeah. he goes flying like ten feet. <laughs> And he's just like, stay out of my life. And this is the moment where Clark x-rays, sees that it's like the the skeleton has like the green kryptonite that yeah. is like the only other person who has ever looked like that has been Tina. Right. And he doesn't just get up, run in the door and knock her unconscious. <laughs> no. And then save her. 
at these moments or expand <laughs> like look slightly to the left with your with your with your x-ray vision cart and you see a woman you see a skeleton tied to a chair like dude what the fuck you can't even tell me that like he doesn't have peripheral vision like that was pretty like straight dead on like your peripherals cover a lot he would have been able to see that entire first floor you can't tell you me just what the God damn it, Clark. Uh, no, because that doesn't make for good TV. And that's what we're all about on Smallville. So poor Clark mm. just leaves. <laughs> Are we about good TV? Well, I mean, for its time. For its, time. it's trying. It's trying. I know. And again, yeah, the episode can't be over after 18 minutes, but. Yeah. So yeah. me. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Whitney does go in and he just I guess walks past the lead lined living room where the mom is all tied up sure? yeah. That's all lead I, paint. yeah that's all I can assume uh, that's how I had to tell myself to continue enjoying yeah. the show the house um, is chock full of, uh, of, of asbestos yeah. uh, and then we finally do see Tina because initially I was like oh it's Whitney because um, I didn't remember Tina so yeah. I thought Whitney got like kryptonite in his back and that was was making him crazy. I was so yeah. hung up on like a bomb of kryptonite dropped on him because yeah. I still didn't want to believe yeah. that he was like dead dead. But yeah. And anyways. then we get we we get the the morph into Tina and she's just like shut up. <laughs> shut up bitch. Catch these hands. <laughs> Catch these hands. <laughs> I'll beat you with a bag of oranges. It won't, it'll, it won't leave a bruise. It'll teach you who's boss. <laughs> oh, God. She's she's of the old school. Season one. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then, yeah, we cut to the uh, to the torch. And Chloe's editing a, a paper, a, a story anyways about Whitney. Just, I guess, no interview. Won't, yeah. Won't. Wait, yeah. High school yeah. hero. Uh-huh. And Clark-, and Clark is like, hey, I got a theory. Whitney is not, what if Whitney's not Whitney? And Chloe's like, are we getting existential or this wall of weird material? She's like, I think it might be Tina Greer. And they're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, uh, Chloe, oh, oh, no, Chloe's. But they're not. And they're like, yeah, right. Yeah. Because she's dead. Yeah, she's gone. She 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 unalived herself with uh, some some fire and got burned so, alive. So, yeah, she, poured, she went into the uh, art therapy room and lit herself on fire with paint thinner yes convenient uh, but clark is like hey did they i did i did they id the demo records and you would think someone being burned alive you would probably still want to id them with dental records like regardless i don't know i don't know if that's like a science thing a, a, a police work thing when you're trying to determine cause of death and and the person who died but uh you know yeah and so like uh like they like because obviously clark wants to talk to pete in private because they walk out of the room and uh clark tells pete that he thinks tina knows about his abilities um and he she does know the media the um the weakness to meteor rock because she used the necklace against him last time oh tried to okay right um but lana comes in and yep. then Clark is just trying, basically blurts it all out and is like, I'm pretty sure Whitney's Tina and she's after you and, you know, Pete's going to stay with you and keep you no, safe. Lana yeah, Lana thinks that's just nuts and insane. insane. And Clark's like, I'm, I'm going to go. You stay with Pete. And then, like, 
within a couple of seconds, like Pete's like, you got to stick around, stay with me. She's like, I want to be, you know, she needs some time alone. Pete warns her that 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 freak is dangerous. And she's like, I know. And then roundhouse kicks him. (laughs) Roundhouse. (laughs) Roundhouse. (laughs) Oh my God. She goes like full on like, yeah. Roundhouse kick throws him against a wall. Freaking chokes him up. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, she's, like, holding him against the wall, and then she throws him, uh, and, like, over her shoulder, headfirst into the locker, snapping his neck, and Pete is dead. Yep. Pretty much. And he's like, who are you? She's like, who are you calling a freak? (laughs) He had a good run, Pete. Yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Pete. (laughs) Now, why doesn't he call for help at all during this entire altercation? Like, and how did nobody else hear like they, they, so they from where just... they walked out of the torch, from where they walked out of the torch and yeah. where Lana met them in the hallway is easily within earshot. Yeah. Right? Even if, even if Chloe, even if Chloe is the only other person in the school, she would have heard it. Well, I guess maybe Chloe put her earbuds in. Oh, uh, maybe. I don't know. Again, sometimes you just have to explain it away. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> it's just plot. <laughs> so then we cut to Clark uh, again doing his favorite pastime. Finally. Well, except for Pete's, but Pete and oh, and he's by himself because Pete is dead, uh, and so uh, <laughs> yeah. the B and E has to be a Clark solo mission. That's right, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. finally, he finds Mama F in a chair. Yeah, and that's yeah. when she's like, "Oh my God, it's not my son! I don't know what she Please. is, but she's not my son." Please help me. She's some kind of monster. Uh, Uh, then we get the monster coming in with strong do we want to go with weena or titney oh oh, i like weena oh weena that's adorable weena Weena. okay we and weena proposes to lana (laughs) because like she won't move in so that obviously means that she wants to get married (laughs) at work she's at work (laughs) Uh, and lana like you know rightfully so just calls him crazy and she can't accept and yeah, yeah, yeah. at this point, like Lana's had enough and she's like, it's gone too far. And she says, Whitney, I broke up with you. Like in that video letter that I sent, like I told you that we yeah. needed to be apart. And Whit, uh, you know, Whitney brings up Clark again. And it's like, it's all about, mm-hmm. all about Clark. Uh, and at that point, it definitely looks like he is about to throw some hands. Well, like it's, and it's one of those things where it's like, it's evident that they're in the torch or the, the, the talent during business hours. Yeah. So is he really like it's, but he's at least yelling at her. Like there's some dude at a table three feet away, like being like, holy fuck. (laughs) Right. Like what is going on with this place? Always. (laughs) Always drama. Jesus. So dramatic. Um, That's why it's in a theater. Uh... But he eventually kind of realized, he's like, you know, my training taught me to let, to accept loss and move on. Uh, I just got to ask you, uh, can I have your necklace? Just for un- and, un-Clark related reasons. And she's like, yeah, I mean, it does mean a lot to her because it's a, I think the implication of it has always been that it's a piece of the meteor that hit her parents. Oh my God, that's morbid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Still has some of their blood on it, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. It's oh. conflict-free media rock, almost. <laughs> oh shit! 
Um, okay, so yeah, then he takes that necklace, and we cut mm-hmm. to uh, DK, and he's working on the tractor. Yeah, so when he was working on the tractor, did you initially at all think that this was just regular DK? Yes, initially I did, but then, like, I would say it only took me about 20 seconds to be like, wait it, a second. It didn't for me, because John Schneider's acting in this moment was, like, weird. Like, it was like he had like slightly more of a smile on his face than he normally does. Like, like it was, it was a little off and even from the very beginning of the scene, but like, um, yeah, it's, (laughs) is it, is it daddy Kent or is it waddy Kentney? (laughs) Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, so, okay. For me, it was daddy Kent, like from, from initially. But then it didn't take me too long. And then at the end, I was like, when when Clark says, oh, she could be anyone. Like, I don't know where she is. She could be anyone. And then I'm like, oh, it's DK. No. Like, you're right about that. And she, she's like really shang sunging around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and I don't know. Like, oh, she's he has she he Tina, yeah. Tina, yeah. D, DK, Tina has the um Necklace. necklace that's how she gets him i was like yeah then she's just punched him out somehow yeah no. she she just puts it around his neck and then kicks him down the storm stellar stairs and then she does her little villain monologue uh where like she's standing near the shelves and there's a, a moment where she's like and i know how i'm gonna do this and then she is clark yeah of course of course yeah and like clark even tries to like reason with her he's like you know you say you care about her but like the last time you almost killed her like that's you know that's not caring about her and she's just kind of like yeah you know when some you lose that was a mistake she's like but i love her yeah doesn't matter i love her so much i'm gonna punch her in the face when i see her how again like tina really didn't think this through at all like how long do you think it would take for actual daddy candid martha to figure out it isn't clark how long do you really think it would take no no time it would be like 40 seconds yeah pretty much pretty much i think i'm pretty sure like she still thinks that she can convince lana to essentially run away with her at this point like she thinks that lana is as crazy in love with clark as she is crazy in love with lana essentially yeah which so she went she went from being um waddy kentney to Kleena. (laughs) or or, or tark is it tark no i like Kleena. Kleena. yeah yeah sounds medical um Um, so then we get to go back to the b story for a moment yeah yeah uh so and helen uh, they're just kind of chilling and he tried like he apologizes he's like you know i'm just i'm just really paranoid you're right women burn me all the time and i'm rich what was me like they all want me for my money and she does explain the money finally she's like okay yeah. so here's the story your dad tried to get us to break up you want to pay me a hundred thousand dollars like that you know and i'm just kind of like really lionel a yeah. hundred thousand dollars is pretty low you have pretty, like, I knew he didn't think much of Lex initially, but I was like, God damn, you really don't think he much of Lex. He also didn't think much of her, apparently, either. But well, yeah, he told true. him to go to hell, yes. and then he wired the money anyway, I assume knowing that Lex would be paranoid enough to find it. Absolutely. Right? Yes, that's right. Um, and then, yeah, she's like, well, you know, she claims that she wanted to explain to Lex the last time, but I yeah. wrote that she was just too busy gaslighting to care. <laughs> 
E... <laughs> and she says she's done some stupid stuff in her life, but that falling for someone who never really existed might be noble prize worthy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And that pussy zips right up and she just walks away. <laughs> this is two, two episodes in a row where you've said that. I'm just imagining just a zipper. <laughs> oh, we all have them. That's like, oh. oh. We keep them hidden. Oh. They're hidden. Oh, all right. It's an extra flap. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think some notes here. <laughs> all right, so now we get back to the cellar with uh, Clark, yeah. and he's struggling because he's got the freaking kryptonite neck. Yeah, yeah, so initially I kind of, I didn't know where he was initially. I don't know why I did yeah. not think he was in the Kent cellar, but yeah, um, yeah the ship the ship shows up and I'm like, oh, I guess we're, we're still at home. Okay, that's fine. And yeah, the ship clarified the kryptonite. That was kind of cool. Yeah. The thing that did confuse me a little bit is how, I mean, how Tina, first of all, knew where the cellar was, but maybe she just saw it out on the farm, like, grounds. I think it's pretty near the barn anyway. Yeah. But yeah. It's, it, it's reasonable that she would find it and that she would find that would be the most reasonable place to d- dump Clark. That's right. Yeah, um, makes sense. Yeah, so it clarifies the kryptonite and the necklace is inert and it is no longer green. That's right. And then uh, is this when DK comes, the real DK comes and finds yes. it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. DK to the rescue. Yep. yep. And now we get the super creepy <laughs> bedroom. Well, no, it's scene. not quite yet. It's not quite yet. We <gasps> we don't get DK yet, but, but we get uh, it cuts from the ship saving Clark to... Uh, like creepy Tina sniffing Lana's underwear. Oh yeah! Oh, she turns into Chloe. That's what it was. <laughs> yes. Yeah. She. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She turns into Chloe and pretends that she's after some socks. Yeah. Or is it Chloe? <laughs> is it what? Chloe. Chloe or Chloe. Um, it would still be Kleena if we went the other way. Or T O E. Chloeina. Chloeina. So Chloe. That's almost Chloeka. <laughs> so Chloeina is uh, mm-hmm. now sniffing Lana's underwear, but uh, you know, no, she's just looking for socks. Don't worry about it. Underwear, yeah, and like the, satin and t- uh, boxers and socks look a lot alike. Just, mm-hmm. you know, just so we're clear. Mm-hmm. Yep, and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, and it's weird because like Tina's not really trying that hard to be like Chloe. In fact, she doesn't even have the same hair Chloe has. Remember, Chloe in this episode has those bits in her hair that are like highlights of like either it's either like a dark red or a, or a black or something. Oh. And the version of Chloe that she turns into doesn't have them. Oh, because that was probably the last time she saw her. Yeah. And oh, so I didn't even notice but, that. But Lana doesn't notice that. It would have been cool if she pointed that out, but she mm-hmm. doesn't. Um. But Chloe's being real creepy. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> and Lana is like, why are you trying to play matchmaker so hard when you obviously, given your history with Clark? And she's like, I just don't want to get in the way of what's meant to be. And she's like, 
right up behind her, like up in her nook, basically. Like, oh my god! Like, I don't know how Lana didn't like try to disengage, like when Chloe was just that close initially. Because I'm like, why would you continue standing there? Because Chloe uh-huh. does. She's like, it's like she's breathing lightly on Lana's neck, and she's like reaching up ever yeah. so slowly to touch her shoulder. Like, oh my goodness sakes! And even Lana's like, what is it with everybody today? What's up with everyone? Why is everyone so in love with me today? Yeah, what's going on? Oh my god! Um, <laughs> so yeah, we get that creepiness, and then it just cuts out after that. It, nothing resolves from yeah, it. Noth- nothing comes. Nothing from resolves it. from it. So we now we cut back to the storm cellar, and Clark is just coming to, and yes. Daddy Kent is finding him. Right. Like they could have had this whole part, and then the scene with Lana. But I guess maybe because Clark runs away immediately to go confront. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so. And it would be weird to have the scene, I mean, it would be an odd transition because you would have had Lana changing in her room and then Lana just being at the Talon. So, like, there would be no, like, passage of time in between. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah. Uh, DK finds out that, like, the ship saves Clark and before they can really interrogate that, Clark is just like, oh, fuck, I gotta go. Like, I gotta go save Lana. Mm-hmm. And he, like stumbles up the stairs like i think he's still recovering like he's not even 100 percent yet which oh, i think yeah. might explain why uh the the mirror match that's coming up pretty quick uh is like so evenly you know it's so oh, yeah. even of a fight well he had kryptonite around his neck like let's say for like maybe at least an hour like that's a pretty long yeah. time like yeah. Yeah. yeah takes takes him a minute he's got to get his breath back but at so at the talon Kleena. Uh, Kleena is (laughs) pouring it on pretty thick and tells uh, tells Lana he loves her and like starts making out with her. Basically like essays her essentially. Like she's not like saying no but you could tell she doesn't want it. You can tell. She does break it off. She breaks the kiss off. Yeah. Yeah yeah. Um, Just as actual Clark Clark actual shows up. Yes. The the OG if you will. (laughs) Yeah, and um, then they go into the, no, I'm the real Clark spiel that always has to happen when there's two identical people in a room. Uh, yes. And then um, he says, well, remember when I fixed that leaky pipe and you got wet? I mean, I got wet. And she was like, mm-hmm. oh, yes, make love yeah. please. And then it causes Kleena uh, to freak out and uh, Just backhand Lana. Yeeted, yeeted into a wall. Pretty much. That's true love, Lana. Uh-huh. T- Tina, then, you really uh, love then, her. And then it zooms out to like a 2D plane and like Clark and Clark are facing each other. It's like, no. It was so good. Fight. (laughs) It's the mirror match. And like, Kalina gets the upper hand. She uppercuts Clark through through a greenhouse. Yeah, she really like like, freaking takes him through it. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. Really fucks him up a few times. Mm -hmm. But like, it's like clear that like Clark can take all this throwing around like he never he doesn't get like a bloody nose or a bloody lip or anything and then oh, yeah. no. you know they're fighting you can kind of tell where this is what's happening here but a good um, tussle a good tussle a good tussle uh but she picks up like a mach- piece of machinery I can't tell if it's like just stuff for, that was going to be going into the towel what it is it's just some pallet with some machinery on it mm-hmm. she lifts it over her head and she's like why don't you die and then she <laughs> runs forward and impales herself <laughs> on this on this board that's sticking out of the out of the out of the debris, and it is straight up a Mortal Kombat fatality. It's yeah. just a, <laughs> Clark, and then, Clark just fatality. you know 
Clark just goes up behind her, rips her head out, her spine's still attached. <laughs> spine is still attached. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, take care of Lana through the blood, <laughs> like coming out of her mouth. Um, yeah. So, you know, yeah. it's pretty gruesome, but, you know, she had it coming. It is what it is. Again, like, I, I always think about, like, emergency services r- arrives on the scene and there's a fucking girl impaled. <laughs> and nothing, the, a- nothing comes from it. Like, Clark is at home, like, the next day or even, like, later that night. I can't even does remember. Does Clark leave the scene? Does Does he stick around? <laughs> like, obviously, he can't stick around for all these things because if he stuck around for all these things... He'd be locked up because just out of office off suspicion. So he just like bounces, calls the cops around like, yeah, I found a corpse in a back alley. But let's also remember that Ethan is not like the best uh, police officer. So even if Clark was found every time, I think Ethan would be like, Meh, just lucky, I guess. <laughs> Ethan will just find uh, a person of color to blame it on. Yeah, exactly. That has a pan flute accompanying yep. their every word. Um, uh-huh. Yes. So we do cut like it's that's it that's but but bye Tina it's nice nice knowing you and we cut right to the so, camp farm. Yeah. <laughs> we're now we're now two for two people coming back from season one and dying immediately. Uh yeah. Because Ryan Ryan also died. So people who come back from season one do not survive. Yes, true. Um, yeah. it seems to be the common trope. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now at the farm, now we find out that Whitney was killed in action. His his bits were found. Yep. In the hauled out yep. shelled like fields of um, you know, Indonesia. Tofino. Yeah, Tofino. <laughs> um and you know, Mama Kent goes over to Clark, oh, are you okay? Like have you seen Lana? And she's not ready to see anyone yet. And then yep. here we get Clark again, like I won't give it to him. He is very insightful yeah. for stuff. It, it, you know, he has yeah. a, a good grip on his emotions and he's just kind of like, yeah, I wonder if I didn't have my powers, like if I would be as, you know, willing brave. to yeah, be brave and sacrifice myself and, you know, this and that. Yeah. And of course, daddy can't comes up with them reassuring words. Yeah. He's like, of course, he's like, of course you would. Yeah. And know. you will. <laughs> Under the guise of Superman. Yes. Uh, and now we're continuing to heal the wounds and Lex is at the hospital. Mm-hmm. Gonna gonna do some apologizing to the yeah. good doctor. And basically says like what she pretty much already knows is like, you know, yeah. I'm suspicious because I was raised to be suspicious and it's made me. Yeah, and he explains wall. Yeah, he explains that after his mom died, he started to build a wall around his heart. And mm-hmm. he's like, but I've never asked anyone to help me before and he's like i want you to help me break break down this wall <laughs> gorbachev <laughs> mr luther tear down this wall uh so she's gonna help brick by mm-hmm. brick and mm-hmm. dick by dick <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh they hold hands but uh like <laughs> in your version of it it's her just reaching into his pants and then they walk away down the hall yep very much (laughs) (laughs) i just have this mental picture man oh god she's just like trotting along and he's just following behind (laughs) (laughs) and they're just in the hospital 
Like, have you ever seen that? Uh, there's like this this sound on TikTok, and it's this guy that goes, "Oh, I'm a happy dog. I'm just a happy, happy dog." And then yeah, they yeah. film they film all the dogs walking all silly. Mm-hmm. That's kind of mm-hmm. how I envision Lex walking. <laughs> <laughs> He's a happy, happy, happy dog. Uh, so, anyways, they're yeah. gonna start tearing down the wall by tearing off their clothes. That's how that. Ends. And then I think. Other than Donnie Darko, this is the first time I'd ever heard this song played. Mm, yes. Although this episode of this show may have came out before Donnie Darko did. Um, actually, question: When did Fallout Three get released? What year? Like two thousand seven. And this came out in so, two thousand two thousand two. Oh, two thousand three. Okay. This is January two thousand three. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, because that was yeah. actually um, the well, the first time I remember. Of hearing that because they use that in one of their game trailers from Mad World. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah. yeah. Um, Mad World. And who do they always think that it is, but it's not? Huh? If there's a band that sounds very much like they sing this song, but they don't, they always get confused. Uh, well, there's there's an original version of it, and I I want to say it was like. Uh, it's not. It's not like the Cure or something like that. No. Or maybe okay. it is. I don't know. The original, the version of it that we're, we're that we all know is is a cover. Okay. Yeah. Um, Tears for Fears. Gary Jules. Yeah. 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 Okay, so Gary Jules was what the original, and then well, Tears for Fears did the cover? Tears for Fears. No, Tears for Fears is the 80, 1982 version of it. I think. Oh, okay. So that's the original. I think the Carrie Jewels is the is the 2001 version of it. Oh, okay. All right. Again, like that sh- that song, like once it was in Donnie Darko, it like was in everything. Like yeah, every show and every game. Like uh, Gears of War used it. Like oh yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Became a cult hit, cult classic. Yeah, but. Uh, you know, Clark, Clark is dangling the necklace and we don't actually see where he is at first, but we see he's got a flashlight and then it zooms out and we're in the cave. Okay, um, we are in the cave, right? I was like, where yeah. the F are we here? Like, okay. Yeah, okay. and then sh- Lana shows up and she's like, hey, your mom said you were here. And she's like, tears on her face. And she's just like gutted because she, you know, everyone in her life that she cares about leaves her, right? Yeah, she's actually had, like, a super insane life. Like, very, very crazy. Yeah. And, like, now someone who was obsessed with you and almost killed you the first time was going to do it again and kidnap you. Like, damn, yeah. girl. And she does apologize, like, again to Clark. Like, she apologizes yeah. and she just, like, says that Clark is basically the constant good thing in her life. Yeah. And she's just terrified that he'll leave. Yeah. Yeah, and she's like, I don't care that you have secrets. Just take me. <laughs> Please, make love to me here in this cave, Clark. <laughs> it's very tender. It's a very adorable. Yes, it's, yeah. it's it's a little heartbreaking because you're right. She is. She's just so, she's so dejected. Like, she's just so defeated with everything. Um, yeah. She's very emotional. Yeah. Um, and she's, Clark, she's sad. She's sad. And Clark being Clark, of course, is like, I'm not going anywhere, Lana. Don't yeah. worry, girl. I'm still here for you. And they uh-huh. hug. And they hug. And they hug. 
and they hug. So I'm surprised with them being in the cave that they didn't pan back to any of the cave drawings yeah. again. I think I think because of the fact that the cave was such a strong thing, and they, I think what all this does is like, hey, remember the cave is a thing. Trying to remind people after a couple months between <laughs> yeah, the show airing that the cave is a thing. That's right. That's true. It's yeah. been a while. You're right. Yeah, it's been a while. And um, that's the episode. That is the episode. We get the credits after that. Mm-hmm. Um, so what did you think? I thought it was decent. I mean, it's one of those ones where, like, I think because we the way we're watching them, they're so close together. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't work the same way it would have been on TV at the time. But my immediate thought was like, well, we ended on that thing in the cave why aren't we getting more stuff about the cave? The cave doesn't come up at all. Like, it's sort of like, this is kind of like a bottle episode. And it's sort of like a, well, we need some freak of the week. And they're like, let's not even create a new freak of the week. Let's bring back somebody. And then we can tie the Whitney thing into it. And they're like, cool, let's let's write the episode for that. <laughs> um, uh, so it's it's okay. It's not my favorite, but I, it is memorable, memorable just because of the like, uh, like, honestly, it's so Mortal Kombat. It is. Yeah, that fight was so good. Oh, my God. The intro. So good. Um, yeah, I mean, I well, so I kind of like that they address the Whitney thing very, like, in that episode, only because I didn't want the Whitney story arc to continue. I was like, I was just so done with it. Um, yeah. So I was glad that they picked it up um, right at the se- at the beginning of, like, second half of the season i guess so that you know it's not still looming over everything so i i liked it for that um but i was still disappointed i was like we legit just found this cave like why is there not a little bit more about the cave like lex was desperate to freaking find the secrets how long does it take a 3d printer to make the hexagon like goddamn octagon whatever freaking shape it is um so yeah i was a little disappointed on that but yeah at the same time Again, I, I, I hope, I, I hope, I hope this time there is finally some growth and moving past the whole Clark has secrets and like, I don't trust Clark like trope. I hope that those oh, are geez. finally done. Cause I'm like, you know, I'm they're, so they're, not. Ah! they're not though, and they're not. And it's like, it's something that Clark hiding things is just a, tr- is, is just a trope of the show. Ah. Um, it just it evolves slightly because I think they, as showrunners, are, are aware that it's a tired thing, but they never really quite get completely away from it because okay. it's not like Clark can really be open with everyone. Yeah, um, that's true, I guess. But, that's true. But um, my thing is, like, the Whitney chapter is closed. Like, I don't even think his name is even ever mentioned again after okay. this episode. Well, it makes sense. Like, I mean, he like, never comes up again. Yeah, there's no need for it at this point. Um, still, still don't get a funeral though. But I guess he was killed in action, so you know. No, yep. yeah. they'll send him back in a in a what's left of him in a box. And then, That's, oh god, oh, shoe box. Oh god. Um, uh, so uh, I don't know what we want to rate this out of for this one. Ooh, um, um, how many impaled Tinas out of <laughs> out of five? Or how many ripped skulls? Uh, how many yeah, impaled yeah. Tinas? Oh man, I'm gonna give it. Mm, I give it like I'm a, a bloody a, baseball bats out of five. Oh. <laughs> Wait, what does Negan call the baseball bat? I forget. 
I can't remember honestly. Uh, yeah, that yeah. I've I've that jettisoned so all of my uh, Walking all of my knowledge out of my head. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. How many Negan baseball bats? Um, I am going to give it uh, three. That's it. Just a solid old three. I do like. I say I like that they close at the Whitney thing super super quick. But again, we're yeah. revisiting the whole. I don't trust you, Clark, and it's annoying. Yeah, I'm going to give it a three as well. Same thing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it it is not really a either here or there episode. It's slightly better than average. Yeah. Um. And again, like it is essentially a rehash of a of a freak of the week. But at least they they kept you guessing at first. Yeah, um, that's true. That's true. They yeah. they were pretty good at that part. Um, but uh, yeah, no. Overall, yeah. so, solid three. Not terrible, but not like you know memorable and amazing. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So, um, uh, while I do our end of show wrap up social stuff, uh, mm-hmm. why don't you look up what we're doing next week Wookie. for episode twelve? Uh, so yes, um, the show. Um, if you like what you heard, or you don't like what you heard. Uh, please let us know. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Save Us Pod. Um, you can also email us at that same handle, but uh, it's saveuspod at gmail.com. You could also find each of us on Twitter individually. I am Oslop, and Ashley is at GamermomCA. And you can also leave a voice message on Anchor. Uh, there is a link both on our Twitter page or if you just go to anchor.fm slash save us and leave a voice message. Uh, I believe there's a kind of a limit on how long it can be, but it's going to be long enough for you to say what you want to say. And I really want to uh, start playing some of those and having that kind of interaction on the show. Um, and yeah, it's, uh, it's just uh we're looking forward to hearing more about what we, as a community, as we build this thing out, uh, what you guys want uh, from us in terms of maybe some future bonus content that might be coming down the pike. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, and, we're willing, we're willing to do anything at this point. <laughs> please. please. We're desperate. <laughs> but yes. So yeah, that's, that's how you can reach us. You can find us at all those places. Um, and I thought about like, you know, setting up just like a link tree and putting that on our, on our Twitter bio. Um, and I know there's a lot of people that don't use Twitter. Um, and I've thought about that, but um, in terms of just like hosting a website for this thing, uh, we're not at that place yet because we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not making money on this show. Yeah. Uh, we're actually spending money on this show. Yeah. Um, and at, at, you know, at, at some point we'll have some, we'll have some stuff in the future coming up with that. Yeah, we're working on a big master plan, but we can't share it yet. It's only it's 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 not yet ready. It's some fun stuff coming. Some fun stuff, absolutely. Mm-hmm. All um, right, Ashley, what are we what are we doing next week? Oh, what, what's the episode? <clears throat> All right, next week on Smallville, Insurgents. After discovering that Lionel secretly installed video cameras in the mansion, ew. Anyways, okay, Alexa. <laughs> damn why are they all inside the toilets that's my question (laughs) and teddy cam 
<laughs> Lex hires thugs to put surveillance devices in Lionel's <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just very funny. Spy on me. I'll spy Same. on you. I'll spy on you then, Dad. <clears throat> However, Lionel and Martha surprise the interlopers and are taken hostage. Oh, oh Jesus. Uh, desperate to save his mother without exposing his powers, Clark must must access the office from an adjacent tall building if he can make the leap in a single bound. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, I love it. Oh my God, that was a very good synopsis. Teaser synopsis. Yes. I actually like this episode coming up. Like, it's just like, uh, it's a different thing because we get like more Metropolis sets and I, I remember liking this one. So this is, I'm excited. I haven't seen this one in five years. At oh, least. awesome. So oh, I'm, yeah. I'm here for it. I'm excited. It'll yeah. be awesome. Sweet. Yeah. Well, there we go. Yeah. After all that. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'll wish you a happy Thanksgiving, Paul. All right. Thanks. Happy Thanksgiving to you too. And to all of our other Canadian listeners and Hey, even if you're not Canadian, just this weekend, just eat make a turkey. turkey. Yeah, eat some, eat some turkey. turkey. Nom, nom. Eat turkey. Gobble, gobble. Or tofurkey. Or a turducken. Or a turducken. Or a man bear pig. Oh. Excelsior. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on that note, Paul. Somebody save us. <laughs>